Count me in. Come on. Do you want me to do it to a beat? Project You, the podcast. Nathan and Jake. Throw the dust of me into the eyes of my enemies. Grace Card. Okay, Google. Nick Kelly. Project You, the podcast. I've written on the run sheets episode 60-something. The Project You podcast is in session. Welcome, guys. You need to be across when those numbers are because we need the 69th podcast to be like an event. I'm pretty sure it's the 64th podcast that we're doing right now. And the, the difficult thing is when we put up things like the Love, Simon special that we did last week. They um, don't count. They don't count. It throws out the count totally. But yeah, when we get to number 69... You know what you are, you are sex bomb. It's going to be songs like this, or not? You are sex bomb. You can give it to me when I need to come. What do you reckon? Um, celebrate them like the Queen does. So whenever, like, the Jubilee... What's the number for Jubilee? You can get plates done. Sexy Eyes, Wigfield. We just search. Nah. What else have we got here, guys? Uh, we could get into a little bit of Marcy Playground. What about Shawn Mendes? Shawn Mendes? Shawn Mendes is in my blood. That's a funny joke about Shawn Mendes sounding like Kings of Leon on In My Blood. But... I Back to the, the Queen. Sean Mendes is performing for the Queen. What? Yeah. Oh. What the fuck? When? Whatever her, you know, whatever her. Jubilee. Is she, she having has. another Jubilee? Is she? So. Okay. Back into regular programming. Now I liked the sex content. <laughs> that was the, the worst series of minutes in <laughs> podcast history. So coming up, we're going to go through the charts, and there's some really good songs rising to the top. Plus, we have a new number one in both sales and the streaming planet. Uh, we've got new music coming up for Lauv, Mo, and a whole bunch more. And what's up with what? A lot is up with what this week. Stay tuned. Twitter decides. Every week, we decide the first song of the podcast with the Twitter poll at projectu.tv, and Sorry. I always let Nathan reveal the results. Oh. Yes, Grace? I just realised that this might be our Sapphire Jubilee episode, because that's 65. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's 64. All right. All right. Next episode then. Um, so this week, Hayley Kiyoko, hashtag 20 gay teen. <laughs> I got sent a press release. Shout outs to Sarah Thomas at Warner Music. I also received yeah. this press release. And it was dated March, uh, April 4, 20 gay teen, all in yes. rainbows. And it. And that press release uh, alleged that she invented 20 Gay Teen. And I thought, is this true? I did the research. It is. What? Really? Yes. There you go. Hayley Kiyoko invented hashtag 20 Gay Teen. How did none of you gays think of 20 Gay Teen first? I thought maybe Twitter user at Whitney Houston might have. It was in like October or December last year that she first started the hashtag. So that's good. So her song, What I Need, featuring Kelani, is up against Sean Mendes' Lost in Japan. And one of the great injustices of our time has led to Hayley winning that with 79%. She deserves it. Let's get into it. This is What I Need from the brand new debut album by Queen Hayley Kiyoko. I do love this song though. This might be one of my songs of the year so far, actually. If you wanna make it work, baby, gotta say it. Need a little more than When you Google Hayley Kyoko, a poll comes up, like run by Google asking you what your favourite song on the album is. That's so cool! That's really weird. I'm choosing what I need. Actually, but is it though? Because curious might be. I think what I need is better than curious, especially when you get to this chorus. You, but I swear. 
not together, but molecules. <laughs> it sure is. So this is so far. 12,000 votes. This is the favourite song on the album so far. Nice. What's the percentages there, Dar? 21%. Nice. Curious is 18%. Oh. This is quite good. Massive It's song. really good. I love that DJ Mustardy production on yeah. pop songs. Yeah. yeah, just get a bit of that sort of hip hop shit going on in there. Kalani was totally overlooked by this podcast, I have to say. I don't think I've ever listened to a song of hers. Do it. Do yourself a favour, guys. It's got yeah. this one called Honey that's just heather. My first kind of uh, exposure to Kalani is the video of her making out with Demi Lovato. Oh, that's a really good video. It's a very uh, Sorry, video. that sounded really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good content, guys. Fans shocked as Demi Lovato and Kehlani make out grind on stage. It is a proper fucking grind going on there. No oh, shaming, of course. Great. <laughs> <laughs> there was never any shaming. <laughs> yeah, this is a hit. It's great. Um, I've listened to the album. I didn't. I didn't love it. I found the production to be uh, bad. Kind of. Um, very Dad. cheap and tinny on the rest of the songs. I'm seeing her at the uh, in two weekends' time. We could be no, I did a bit of Googling of Hayley Kiyoko um, before we started. And did Hayley Kiyoko from Big Bang Theory pop up? No, it's Kaylee Kiyoko, obviously. Oh, okay. Sorry, gotcha. No, um, I didn't know says, you were a Stan, Grace. I'm, I'm young a Big Sheldon. Bang Stan. <laughs> and a young I'm in Sheldon love with Stan. young Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> No, and it says in her Wikipedia article, at age eight, Kyoko wrote a song called Notice, which her dad still urges her to release. And it reminds me of that episode of, um, what's it called? Hannah Montana, where Billy Cyrus carries around the, um, the thing of the song that Miley Cyrus wrote when she was like four. And it was like, dang, flabbit, where's my rabbit? <laughs> That took me like 10 years to get out, but it was... I worth. know, it really, really did. Uh, but yeah, Hayley Kiyoko, this is your year, 2018. I mean, when you name the year, it is your year. I also oh, yeah. really enjoyed that she played Velma in a Scooby-Doo of some kind. Oh, that's right. I love Scooby-Doo. I called her former Velma in my Cool Accidents article about queer artists around Mardi Gras. <laughs> former, <laughs> former Velma and current pop star. That's how I want to be referred to at all times. Shot watch. We have new number ones in both sales Thank and streaming. God, I don't have to hear Drake anymore. I know. God's plan. I don't get to play my little grab anymore. You can still it's, play it, Nick. Go ahead. No, I don't have it pulled up. So it's I'm not being very, very narrowly beat out in streaming at the moment. But uh, number one on sales this week is Marshmallow and Anne Marie's so Friends. How cool is this? Just like, a good old bloody Rude Boy pop song. Like, it's just a pop song and it's doing well. That doesn't happen anymore since mm. the they took over. <laughs> <laughs> Co-written by Australia's own Nat Dunn as well. So good to see an Aussie with a number one writing credit. He's an absolute legend. It likely won't make it to number one on the ARIA chart because of streaming. Yeah, but, um, good point. It's nice that it's one on iTunes. One on streaming right now, though, Nathan. <sighs> it's th- one of those awful weekend songs. So They're all bad. None the weekend is one of the most boring artists of all time, and I will happily, I'll stand by that statement. Yep. More boring than the Beatles, even. 
Although they're up there. I love this podcast. <laughs> a diamond in the rough, am I right? Yeah, this podcast is a, a diamond in the rough. One of the, the great music podcasts, according to a man Pontus. with a, the name Pontus. Pontus, Pontus Not Pilot. Not Pontus Pilot. <laughs> Pontus Bloody or Pilot. Or Pontifex. One for the Catholic. One for the Catholics. We, you know, see, we got a we got a new review, and we just can't stop talking about it. So Guys, go and review us. Somewhere. Go and review us on what's that thing called? Boxcast, Castbox, Castbox. Go reviews on Castbox. I downloaded it. I statements. I low key want to switch to it. It's that. It's good. It's really good. Heard well radio. Shouts to those guys who've just launched. Um, so yeah, every song on that weekend record is terrible. Don't even bloody bother with it. Moving to the rising star. So. Something I overlooked about this song was the lyrical content, and I think that the lyrics of Shawn Mendes' In My Blood uh, will hit a nerve for a lot of people, and that's why it's doing so well. That first minute is... I'm overwhelmed and insecure. Give me something. I can take to ease my mind. Whatever the rest is. It's not slam poetry. Stop this. No, but (laughs) it's just incredible. Take it to subs in. (laughs) I get this, like, sense that he's hiding something. (laughs) I don't know. Who's don't Sean? you dare I'm, no, start I'm not, I'm not this. doing that shit. I'm not doing don't. that shit. Don't. No. I just get this sense that there's something he he's trying to say. That he's like 19 and one of the biggest pop stars in the world. He's stressed out. It's understandable. Is he only 19? Jesus Christ. I think. Pretty beefy bloke for that age. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever describe anyone as beefy. Unless you're talking about like a football star. Yeah, he's 19. Isn't that highly disturbing? Hmm. So mature as well. A kid. Such love that kid. Good a kid. beefy oh, well. bloke, as you would say. I love him. I've been watching so many of his interviews. I, I as usual, refuse to watch anything with Zach Sang. I was going to say, but, Zach Sang interview was great. But the interviews, the Hot Ones interviews, oh, they're amazing. The Hot Ones interviews? Who the fuck are the Hot Ones? So, it's just this dude, and he interviews them while they're eating, like... Hottest oh, chicken really wings good. in the yeah, world. Yeah, I watched that. So I've watched his and I've watched Adam Rippon's, and they're both some of the f- best interviews I've ever seen. Adam Rippon, the f- from. Sorry, I shouldn't say that word on this podcast. I might pull that one out. Ah, Jesus. I, f- I dropped 20 fucks in it, but right. no C word. Anyway, Go again. Um, Adam Rippon, is that the, <laughs> the, the bloke that dated Sally Field's son, or Sally Field's son wanted to date him, or, or he wanted to date Dally- Sally Field's son? He's Sally the man Field's that was son. the ice skater. <laughs> Said Not that he was my hot. Daughter. She tried to set them up. Um, no, Adam Rippon is actually great. You need to watch his. But is Adam Rippon the go- the figure skater? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like this like crossover of figure skaters and fucking YouTubers. Is he a YouTuber? Uh, no. Moving on. What's going on with Swifty? It's yeah. happening. She's getting a new hit. <laughs> oh God. At least it's the best song off the album. Delicate. Not terrible. Last last week, I swear you said the song was terrible. I, I, I did. <laughs> Grace, <laughs> I can't take you seriously the way that you look right now. I look like a blues brother. <laughs> <laughs> she's wearing sunglasses and a fedora. Um, no, I'm a blues brother. She's wearing virtual sunglasses and a fedora. Um, no, so the song is rising at streaming and on iTunes, I think, as well, which is surprising. Um, and it's fine. Hmm. I wish that she'd learn uh, that vertical videos aren't boring Ugh. vlogs while she walks through a forest. They're <laughs> supposed to be real videos that just happen to be vertical. But uh, maybe one day she'll learn that. One day in the future. This is so exciting. Robinson's Nothing to Forget has debuted on the ARIA charts at like 46, I think. Nothing rising. to regret, mate. Oh, nothing to regret. I wasn't even listening to <laughs> paying attention say? to what I was saying. 
Very good um, news. Yeah. And this is cool. These might be the M phases and rules, golden years. Sung by this 14-year-old, just brilliant human being. Is he 15 yet? No, he's still 14. Ugh. Close the Commonwealth Games opening ceremony. I don't know if I'm allowed to say the words Commonwealth Games on this podcast. I don't give a we shit. We actually might not be able to. Are I, don't give, I about? truly don't care. There are such strict rules There's so around many weird rules. The meteorites. Yeah. Um, but weirdly enough, like there was this remix that came out by M Phases the other week. This sounds really good. It's a fucking slapper. Um, the song's really well written as well, and yeah, it's like um number seventy five at the moment. The song was nominated for Australian Song of the Year at the Project You You've Done Quite Well Awards. Was it? Or was yeah. it the other one? No, was this one? Was it? Oh, yeah. Because oh, I. Because the uh, Project U Twitter account got a notification on that tweet last night, and I was like, oh, rule must be going off. Ah, yeah, no, um, I, I do like how the Commonwealth Games opening ceremony, for those overseas listeners, the Commonwealth Games is like this Olympics variation that um, happens only in countries where the Queen's still our reigning monarch. Um, yes. So it's like England, Canada, Australia, some. How many can you countries. name, Nick? Yeah. Mate, that's about it, to be totally honest with you. Um, it's like shit people, basically. What are you pointing at? Speaking of... <laughs> um, Speak- a new Delta Goodrum song happened at that event also. Already number three on iTunes. Called Welcome to Earth. <laughs> What's this about? It was billed to me as self-penned this morning. What you've heard, when aren't they? Do you know one in ten Australians owns a copy of Innocent Eyes by Dr. Goodrum? That's, it's great. Great statistics. So they should. <laughs> should be illegal not to. I think she's the best-selling Australian artist of all time. She won seven Arias some time ago. The Arias <laughs> tweeted it today. They tweeted a throwback picture of Delta with seven Arias. That, that was Innocent Eyes, yeah. Facts. Yeah, okay, big shout boring. out to the royal baby who might be being born by the time you Stop shouting out to the royal baby! <laughs> <laughs> What's this shit? So, well, Mo is back. First time I was in love. It was all the way back in 1997. Um, I have questions about her age. With that lyric about her being in love for the first time in 1997. I'm like, how old are you? I was in heaven. Um, maybe, maybe it was when she was born. Like the royal baby is being. <laughs> Stop this. <laughs> how, many, so, how many references can I get in in one podcast? I'm scared. She's ne- not given never fall in love enough time to um to fester. This is such a good chorus. Nostalgia. Credits on this, I didn't recognise a lot of the names, but I did recognise Cass Lowe. Yes. And then that led me to go back and listen to um, Snake Hips All My Friends. Yes. Because it has a very similar chorus. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, this song's weird. Like, she's doing, like, this weird talk, singing on the verses and this huge epic chorus. And I'm kind of into it. Um, she was born in 1988, so that means that she was nine years old when she was first in love, <laughs> according to this song. <laughs> And that she's nostalgic for her nine-year-old love. I have questions. <laughs> like Kaylee Kuoko? <laughs> oh, no, that's the Big Bang Theory girl. Doesn't she have a song called I Have Questions? Oh, no, it's Camila Cabello. Camila Cabello. Oh, I'm out. 
We can do better. Here's Matt Simons. Who's Matt Simons? Oh no, he's wearing a beret. This is co-written by Emily Warren, so you know it's gonna be pretty bloody good. I know it hurt bad, your mom left you dead. So he's an artist who had a really big streaming hit, I think about a year ago. And this is like his follow-up single. And they're gonna go to radio with it. It's gonna be big well, all that told is Andy Grammer 2.0. <laughs> and we'll both get He's safe but good. To the guys that this love works. When all we see is bad blood and mistakes. All we hear is sad songs, but heartbreak. Nathan's having a lot of emotions listening to this. He has so far only had hits in three countries. Try and guess them. Denmark. Nope. Sweden. Nope. UK. Austria, Belgium, and the Netherlands. Forever. Always trust Europe. I feel like this song could be pretty big in the UK, though. Got a good vibe to it. Sure. <laughs> it's going in one ear and out the other. Project U, the podcast. Here she is. So you kept hyping this song up as though I knew who Ryan Ashley was. Everyone knows who Ryan Ashley is. If you're me and about ten other people. Ryan Ashley is like a genius. Uh-huh. Um, has worked extensively with Brayton Bowman and also a Manny K. They sound exactly the same. Yeah. Heaven. I love that voice. Everything's really properly pronounced. He uses his voice in a way that not enough pop stars do. Like, you listen to all that wispy shit that ends up getting serviced to us via idiots, and then you listen to this man use his voice, like, actually use his lips to open them and use his voice box and, like, his chest area instead of going... (laughs) Over a trap beat. What is happening? (laughs) There's some ASMR. I'm just indirecting about 15 people there. <laughs> Nick went off and I zoned out. So, um, yeah, like, this is co-written with a Manny K. It just sounds like an Manny K song. Ryan is an individual person and you will treat Ryan as their own individual I'm song. Sorry, I'm I don't sh- like pitting men against sure each other. <laughs> You're one of the great men pitters. <laughs> You're um, men are pitmen. Distant relative of Yana Pittman. It's a Commonwealth Games joke, guys. Brad Pitt. Yana Pittman's a long distance runner. Used to do the Commonwealth Games. It it threw you <laughs> off and blew your mind that I mentioned a figure skater and you're here talking about a runner. Commonwealth Games, guys. At projectu.tv. We need to find out. <gasps> guys. What? I, I, Is the royal I, baby born? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I stuffed it up. Yeah, I know you stuffed it up, but I'm happy to go with it. Do it. <laughs> I'll just put him in boys. It's fine. We have to do cool. it now. Yeah. <laughs> it's time. It's the boy baby. <laughs> Fuck off. For what's up with what? No, I'm not happy with that. You never let me yell it anymore. Okay, okay do it. Do it. You always steal it from you, me. Here you go. Okay, you can, you can do it. You can do it. I'll just count you in. You ready? Three, two. What's up with what? <laughs> <laughs> No! Still not happy with it. Nathan, Nathan, angry. It's time for What's Up With What? Yeah, we did it. Sorry, I wasn't trying to cut you out of that, Grace. I'm sorry, that would be really loud. I I could hear how loud that was in my headphones. Yeah, it's probably... Well, nothing's coming through with any sort of fucking volume control today, obviously. So, 
apparently just we're being fucking whispery. Sorry, that's just an internal issue I'm dealing with. Um, Gremlins in the system. So, guys. what's what up to, Matt? He has a song on the Cardi B album. He does, and it's a co-write with Justin Tranter and Ricky Reed, what who is group. one of my favourite producers in the world. I believe it's Ricky Reed. I'm just going to double check Justin Tranter. I can't Instagram. believe that there's a gay man involved in. Oh. <laughs> no, wrong thing. No, um, Justin Tranter's involved. Yes, isn't that amazing? It's incredible. It should be good then. Finally, listened to um, Justin Tranter's and the writer is episode yesterday. Woke. Cool. I love your sudden obsession with and the writer is. No, I go through phases when I've got things to do. I haven't listened to it in a long time. If I'm really busy, I don't listen to any of The Bonnie McKee episode is I listened to that last night as well. Like when she talks about how Dynamite was originally a really sad song. Yes. Dynamite by Tayo Cruz? Yes. Really? Do you not know she wrote that? No. Anyway, guys, we're getting off track. Back to what? Um, So I watched him do an absurd performance with Post Malone in Nashville at a dive bar sponsored by Bud Light today. And he introduced the guitarist that was on stage with him, and he goes, This is my my man, Andrew White. And I was like, Oh, fuck! What's on? And it wasn't my science teacher. (laughs) That's right. Any update on him this week? No. Yeah, so he was playing guitar like he was in that time with Rita Ora when they wore matching outfits. Oh, the leather clad one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Posty kept referring to him as um, as shredding. <clears throat> and they performed a new song that they've co-written together, and it was truly dreadful. And I love Post Malone. It happened it like fun. last week. Since when do you love Post Malone? This was, is new it content. Was garbage. I'm going to find it. Sometimes Nick just decides that he likes terrible rap artists. Oh. No, I don't. Um, here's, the new, here's the new Post Malone song that um, you can choose to listen to or not. No, I know which I'm choosing. I'm off. Stay a little longer if you convince me And tell me all the things that you have against me Every time we make up the truth is fading Everybody's blind when the views are wasted Post Malone is acoustic Post Malone Right now, can we have a little conversation? Figure it out with no intoxication We carry on, what is our I think I'll like it in a few days Now It's a bit troublesome I have something to say That might have been the best Post Malone song I've ever heard Oh, get the because it didn't sound like him. <laughs> Who do you think it sounded like? Then? I don't know, a man that didn't look like he does. Sufjan doesn't look like Stevens. he just walked out of a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my favourite headline uh, yes. Run me through <laughs> regarding this Andrew Watt this week is from page six. Word for word, this is just the, maybe the best headline ever written. Rita Ora's boyfriend wrongly kicked out of rave. <laughs> <laughs> Now, how did Watt find himself at a rave, Nathan? Well... A man that looks like he would never step foot within, like, 50 metres of a gay person. He was at a table with the likes of ASAP Rocky, models Constant Jablonski, Megan May Williams and Jessica Hart, and someone told security that he was at the wrong table. He was escorted out. It was embarrassing, said one witness who was in the VIP section. Rita Ora. Oh, excellent writing here. The snafu was quickly straightened out and Watt returned <laughs> oh with apologies God. from the management. He took it okay and didn't flip out. He's a champion. <laughs> because he didn't throw up some tables. Like, he's a good man. Like, I actually, uh, yeah, it's all right. I... Nick wouldn't have taken it very well, I can tell you that. <laughs> he wouldn't have. Oh, he would have got the off. earphone of one of his he- DJ headphones and spoken into it like a microphone. <laughs> Which is his favourite party trick. 
fuck off. I do that to call people out for their shitty <laughs> behaviour. And just say, out. Sydney, how you doing tonight? <laughs> We're only just getting started. It's my other favourite one. Okay. Project You, the podcast. I wanna hate you. That was bad. I still love you. And it's weighing on my chest. He's back with another just like huge, great pop song, and I am into this. It is good. I was driving home in the middle of the night. I couldn't bring myself to say goodbye. I was driving home in the middle of the night. And there's no good way. There's no good way. I'm chasing fire when I'm running after you. Really nice. Really good. Yeah. Like I'm gonna write a better song than no. I Like Me Better. Maybe. But no. He already did. It's called Boys by Charlie XCX. <laughs> yeah, what well on love. You made a bop, mate. Very, very good. Oh, I haven't used that in a while. Project U, the podcast. So. Oh, no. Joanne's in the building. This song is what I would call bad. Pink hats out. Oh, feel the funk. Is this raining glitter? Dark punk. Not Rogers. It's raining glitter. Words. Kylie, no. Could the royal baby be born? But Kylie's album is coming out. <laughs> that's a that's a really good reference there. What are you pointing at? Sorry, there's a really hot guy on the voice. <laughs> oh, we like him. <laughs> oh, Kelly Rowland looks like a disco queen. <laughs> is how I and that's what we would it. rather like from Kylie. Sushi pe- they allow men to oh my DJ God. on the, the voice. The bloke with DJ decks on the voice. Sorry, guys. we're watching a promo for the voice that is she's currently in the studio, and that is. <laughs> anyway, this song's boring and I don't like it. I'm really scared oh, about on, the album, to be honest. I do like the whoop, whoop, whoop. Like I'm whipping, whoop. It's good. It's her, um, it's her Joanne, yeah, here we go moment. Oh. Here we go. It's not as good as here we go. Project U. The podcast. Maybe at the end of the weekend we can work this out. Maybe at the end of the weekend. Maybe at the end of the weekend. This is Botox. They're a production duo from LA with Laura Marano. Maybe at the end of the weekend. Good little bop called Weekend. weekend, weekend. Which one's Laura Marano? Uh, done something to do with is she Disney? YouTube or Disney. One of the two. Shouldn't say YouTube on the podcast. Oh, yeah. So, I actually covered her early career on Project U. I thought I remembered her name. And it kind of all got deleted. Why? Like, the songs did. And then she turned out... She turned up in excellent film uh, Lady Bird. (laughs) Are you joking? She's just randomly there as a character that gets, like, three lines. What a time. Um, this song is co-produced by incredible, incredible producers who've just ticked over 30 million streams on Carly Hansen's only one, House of Wolf. Bring me down, 
We stand House of Wolf in this house of wolves. My favourite fact that I've just learned about uh, Laura Morano is that she was one of the five original classmates in Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grade? With Callum yeah. Baker? We know someone from Are You... We're Callum Bloody Baker. <laughs> That's just the country kid who was in the um, Australian version hosted by Rope oh, Manus. I forgot there was and... an American one. <laughs> anyway, this is a bop. Glad I've played it, guys. Glad I've just brought it to the table for you lot. Thanks so much. No worries. I'll who was the dude in it? Marta. Botox. Botox. They're, sorry, they're a production. They're you know like what a I found out today? Right-o. That Jackie was Skrillex yeah, and Diplo. <laughs> 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 yeah, oh, God. <laughs> That's what makes you one of the great voices in music journalism in this country. <laughs> music journalism is dead. I was busy thinking about boys. Noisy will live on. Shut boys up. is back. And it's bigger than ever this week. There's four boys in this fucking thing. Usually there's two, three at the max, but we're packed out this this week. Good, we need more boys. So Zach Abel is Zach Abel is back. Beautiful British boy, um, who I've talked about a lot. You followed for a very long time. His album came out in like October last year. One of the great flops. But rather than drop him, they've like got him in with Steve Mack, like Nile Rogers. <laughs> Like, wild that. names. Jesus. And I'm like, yes, this is what we, sh- we should do. There's so many. But they should have. You know who they should have done that with? When Bonnie Anderson <laughs> Blur East. put Rodeo out, they should have put bloody her in with Noel Rogers and seen what happened. <laughs> Get Pharrell in. Um, so this song is by Steve Mack. Steve Mack, you know from most hits from the past couple of years. Shape of You is all I need to say. Um, and this song's really good. It's a good strutting song. I love song, the rise of strutting Ooh. songs at the moment. Troy's Invented by Troy Sivan. Yes. Um, no songs were struttable until Troy Sivan put out My My My, as is noted in Guinness World Records. Or Ripley's Believe It or Not. The only... Actually, the only time before that I had thought of a... Sh- no, I'm not going to do this. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, no, go on your tangent. No, I love your tangents. No, it was just that... Uh, <laughs> I once we once saw stroll across the room to dramatically strut to slumber party by Britney Spears. Oh my god, yeah. that was an iconic <laughs> moment. <laughs> All right, another boy. We've got to get through this. Another British guy. This is James T W. Oh my god, talked about him a lot. Can here. I give you my James T W. anecdote? What is that? Um, I just moved into a new house in Sydney near the Universal Music offices, and <laughs> I had a news in the country. I really wanted an interview, but I was too chicken shit to go. Hey, I, everyone else is doing a James T W. interview. I really want one. And then I'm walking down to a meeting at Universal, and and he's walking up with his publicist. And I literally, we, we crossed the road. They were on the other side of the road. I was on the other side. And then we crossed the road. I, I just beeline for James T.W. He doesn't know who the fuck I am. Beeline for him. I'm like, I love your music. <laughs> Hadn't listened to a song he'd done. She yeah, you've just seen me talk about him. That used a thousand times before. Love this. It's good. Not that we don't have to dive in. Because we got all of the time in the world to say love, say love. I think this is his best shot at radio. Utterly here. fine, isn't it? Um, isn't it a great radio song? Mm. Um, I was laughing halfway through your anecdote because I noticed you use a, a line from Love Simon about being too chicken shit. <laughs> I think I've actually. I don't think I used it. I believe before the Love correct Simon. term no. is chicken manure. I didn't know. And that that's from the scene where the Waffle House man goes. I was going to ask you the other night about too chicken shit. 
uh-huh. in, his, in his Waffle House Man voice. Go see Love, Simon, guys. Out in all great singers. My mama called me um, One of my favourite songs from the past couple of weeks is by a, by a song, is by a dude named Sandro Cavazza. I've He's heard of this Swedish. Guy. He was on Avicii? Avicii's with, Without You. Oh, yeah. Um, he released a song... Last year, I think, um, I think I wrote about it in one of my like articles where I talked about Scandinavian music. Which one? Um, you, was... you don't do Scandi charts anymore, whatever the fuck it was called. Something Scandinavian. That's cute. I like the whistle. Broken the fader, and and I'm now using the metal of the fader to ride it, and I'm worried I'm going to get electrocuted by the fucking desk. So this whistle might be the last thing I ever hear. So, um, so this song is different for him. It's with who I assume is like a DJ named like Peggy Thirteen, but it's P Three G I. Dash 13. I don't know what that means. Oh, I'm so over these ridiculous names. But Mont- Montel 2077, the New Zealand producer, that was the end of numbers. But before this, all the songs he'd been doing are like huge vocal songs, like Zach Gable, John Newman type things. Mm. So this is a, a very big departure where he's just very much just like giving a very nonchalant, I don't give a fuck vocal, and I really enjoy that. Nice. And the video, watch the video, it is so good. It's a great bisexual moment. Beautiful. I didn't know he was bisexual. <laughs> I don't That's know great. if he is, but he's... Oh, but it was a bisexual In moment. the video, he's in a bed with women, men, and someone in a bunny suit. <laughs> great. We're really looking at all things there. And, Peter Dunn um, said it to be a slippery like, um, slope. What do you know? That picture... Like climbed the bridge the other day and... Of Donald Trump, Melania Trump, and the Easter Bunny. Yeah. Yeah. Representation yeah. matters, guys. It's Keenan! Wadensdale! So, this is probably going to be my favourite song of the year <laughs> until he puts out another song. <laughs> so, I'm going to preface this by saying Nathan's crush on Kenyon Lonsdale knows fucking no ends. It doesn't. And it's not just a, like, you think he's hot crush. It's a professional crush as well, isn't it? I'm it's obsessed like a- with him. Um... My copy You're of picking the, up what he's putting down. My copy of the Bible arrived today, which is his Gay cover Tons. of Gator. <laughs> the interview is not long enough. Shouts to our mate Jack, but who works at Gator. He looks beautiful in it. Um, Shouts to Jacob Bixerman, first um, former cover cover boy. Yeah, I have that too. Uh, <laughs> you just collecting gay times? I bought two in a row. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> the only two I've ever bought. Um, all right, so. Buy one with a woman on it. That's not the point. This song is called Kiss the Boy, and it's beautiful, and I love it, and I love him. If you want to kiss the boy, then you better kiss the boy right now. With consent. You ain't got to be afraid of the words you want to say right now. Because love is a game we deserve to play out loud. So if you want to... Um, so he wrote this after the Love, Simon teaser came out. Um, and it's like a combination of uh, inspiration from that movie and his own life. 
and it is lovely, it and is I love him. It's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Bisexual icon. <laughs> Excuse me, he prefers queer. queer. Sorry, queer icon. Sorry. Um. Yeah, love Keenan. Go see Love Simon, guys, out in all great cinemas. It's probably going to be a free <laughs> Check out our Love Simon episode. Soon. So uh, if you're in the area, hit me up. Yeah, we did an episode. Oh, did that turn you down as well? I can't hear myself. Oh, I turned um, my headphones down for no apparent reason, and it seems to turn you down. Um, we did an episode about the Love Simon soundtrack where we also talked a lot about the movie and like other queer um, TV and movies. And it was great. Yeah. I actually really liked it. We were incredible gay. Um, I thought it was the worst thing. We'd I know, ever me recorded. too. Did you guys check for defamation? No. I'll listen to it soon. Uh, you called your sister a fucking idiot, <laughs> and I think that was the extent. She of the might sue you, possible, but she's not listening. Okay, good. <laughs> Album alert. Album alert. Possibly the album best album alert. of the year is out. Have you listened to it? Yep. Have you really? Yeah, actually the whole thing. Listen to it. Are you kidding me? On, before it came out on the NPR premiere. Casey Musgraves. This is High Horse. Oh, I bet you think you're John Wayne. Showing up and shooting down everybody. You're classic in the wrong way. This is one of the best pop albums that will come out in the next few years. This is a country album first. Pop album. There's something about the um, vocal production on this that is great. It's so Taylor Swift, early Taylor Swift, but like with a bit of Joanne vibe. Here we go. So good. They worked on it in a converted horse stable in Nashville, so it's got those country roots to it, you know. Yeehaw! Um, I'm not opposed to Casey Musgraves. I did, like, follow your arrow back in the day. Um, yeah. I, don't ever, I don't think I've ever paid any attention to no, Casey Musgraves, to be totally honest. Follow your arrow is really good. Um, I've got a fellow uh, country icon who's burst onto the scene this week. Um, just one second. Nate. <laughs> We're like a week behind this. She do me, she do you, she does kind of loving. Do you think you'll do a song dedicated to the world? Oh, hang on, I need to show you something else. I bet you by the time this podcast comes out, we'll have found out that his family has like ties to a Nazi wing of the GOP or something. Without a doubt. This is goodbye. Oh, I thought I would cry. This I think I might like Khalid. Yeah, no, that was the first bit of personality I've seen out of the bloke. Enjoy our Queen Casey. Um, we've got a very special announcement next podcast. Do we? What's that? <laughs> I'll tell you guys after we get off air. <laughs> you sort of know, I just haven't told you we're actually like going to do like it this. podcast form. Oh. Righto. Is it um, a dedication to the name of the royal baby and where it came from historically? <laughs> No. Bye. (laughs) Shout out to the royal baby.